0: Good evening, people. We are live. All right, everybody. This is episode 35 of the Beef and Bitcoin podcast with your host, Brett and CH. Today's topic, looks like we got some interesting news. Uh, In the last 24 hours, the backed futures are apparently ready to launch uh, at the end of September, September 23rd. Um, it seems like every year someone's been waiting for some sort of um, regulated exchange for Bitcoin to launch. And, you know, it's been when ETF since 2013 and, you know, it's summer 2019 and we still don't have an ETF, but it looks like the CFTC has moved forward and given the green light for another physically settled um, Bitcoin uh, futures contract um, that is boxed, and they are It'll be trading on the ICE futures, and you know ICE is also the owner of the New York Stock Exchange, so seems pretty legit. But um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. But other than that, man, what's going on? Not much, man. It's, it's, as I said, like we
1: we've recorded a lot, one the other night. This week has just been absolutely crazy, from macro to conspiracy theories to you name it. It's just been whacked. And then you mentioned earlier we were going to mention the podcast, but like Facebook now admitting that they've been listening to people's conversations, just like Google and Apple. It's just getting bad. Uh, just It's just a reminder. I'm just going to pop this in here. Um, you know, Just remember your privacy is pretty important, whether you think so or not. Um, and things are getting a lot scary, more Orwellian, I guess, faster than you think they are. So just be careful with your privacy, for sure, That's my main thought here. But other than that, we can rip this box.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, go ahead and get into it. Um, so Jake Stravinsky, he's a lawyer, Kind of guy who
1: just ended up on crypto Twitter. Uh, he said, Q, question. Why is Bakkt important for Bitcoin ad- uh, adoption? Uh, it offers a, la- a way for large risk-inverse institutions to buy and custody Bitcoin through an end-to-end regulated system approved by the CFTC and NYDFS and backed by sterling sterling reputation of ICE. Compliance Lawyers Rejoice, um, CFTC is Commodities Futures Trading Commission, and NYDFS is New York, I'm blanking on it right now, something- State fine. Department Financial Services. There you go. And then ICE is Intercontinental Exchange, which also owns the New York Stock Exchange. So that's a huge deal. Um, obviously, NYSE is very respected around the globe. Uh, so again, this is, in a way, this is good because it's giving- as he says, risk averse, so it's giving big money, people who, who can't take the chance of losing money to an exchange hack or something ridiculous, you know what I mean? Or sending money to the wrong address. It's giving them a very secure way to do it, you know, where they don't where they can't basically
0: fuck up. Pardon my language, but that's basically what it is. No, that's a really good point, And I don't think that I thought about it that way. Um, it's a really good point that it's not a it's not like these institutional investors want to start trading on Binance, right? Um, it's just, it's not going to happen. I guess I, I guess that didn't really cross my mind, but it's giving institutional investors who, if they wish to have that exposure, they can now, right? They have regulatory compliance. Um, they have a, a custodian, right? Who is approved by the NYS DFS. Um, You know that that's just big that needs to get done in order for the the big boys to kind of step into the into the ball game right they're not going to um, deal with all this nonsense of exchange hacks and things like that they they need something legit and it looks like um we're starting to see that and you know Bact was announced i don't know over a year ago and that was like huge news i remember we're we're balls deep in the bear market and you know we needed some good news and it was the backed announcement. Um, and then then we went lower. Right. And then, and then, then, you know, we just ripped lower and, uh, you know, everybody had to deal with that. But, uh, I think the point is that the time goes by, I mean, like it's been another year pretty much. And now we find ourselves (laughs) out of the bear market up 300 some percent from, from the lows of, of, uh, the beginning of this year. And now all of a sudden, out of, it seemed like out of nowhere, but I guess I should have been paying more attention because they did start their user acceptance testing last month. And I think we talked about that, actually. Yeah. But um, like it, it, it's here already. So it looks like it will be launching next month. And the real question is, how long will it take or is it still too early for that institutional adoption? How many are going to start dipping their toes in the water?
1: That's a very good question. Uh, we've all obviously heard Raul, uh Pal talk about it. It's one of those things, as he mentioned, like the baby boomers gift of stocks and bonds in the early 80s at the beginning of the millennial boom. The millennial generation, I guess, in Gen Z has the gift of Bitcoin and crypto where it's, you know, it's something that's, I don't know, it's not correlated as much. And I guess it is somewhat correlated because Bitcoin did rip along with bonds and the stock market up off that December low. Along with the oil, I mean, so at the at the end of the day, it's hard to say it's not correlated because we have a system of fiat money, where central banks are printing money and injecting, um, basically cash into the system or digital numbers in the system. Uh, but it's it's hard to explain, but it's it's a big deal because here now there's an official and very very official because it's in a continental exchange, as I said earlier. That is that owns the New York Stock Exchange is very official and give big money a chance to buy because if someone wants to you know go market buy a thousand Bitcoin, that's tough. That's like ten million dollars right, right it, now. Right, it, it's difficult it, it's, to get it's, that. It's done. probably like thirteen million dollars actually. It's it's a lot of money, and then there's just a lot of just different aspects they got to worry about slippage uh, on exchanges, and for those that don't know, that means like if someone was going to go buy a thousand Bitcoiners we saw before in the past where someone market sells a thousand Bitcoin on Bitstamp and crash the market. Like, what was it? Like 20%. Like, yeah, I think it was, yeah, May where we went, to, it only closed 6% down, but we went down to 6,100 from 70, basically 8,000. So, um, that's another thing that, you know, this exchange will be able to deal with more so is the slippage. Cause obviously institutional investors have fat pockets, um, and that's something, you know, a big worry and a lot of people don't realize that like we were, we saw that tweet recently. Um, I think you sent it to me about that. Um, that Saudi dude posted about how he was talking to like a bond manager or something who it took him like what a week to sell 23 million worth of bonds because liquidity is right. so low. Um, and th- there again, the reason that is, is because if you, tr- if you tried market selling, you crash the market, you know, you would, you would get a very, a price you didn't want to sell on that basically.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a really good point because you need, I'm assuming backed is going to be, you know, state of the art trading infrastructure uh, where you're not going to have issues with as it matures, I guess, like super thin order books or, you know, crazy slippage like that, or maybe, um, uh, big disparities in price between exchanges. Uh, Now you're dealing with something that's physically settled, right? This isn't cash settled like the CME. So, you know, whoever's on the other side of that trade is either taking delivery of the Bitcoin or, um, you know, they need to, they need to produce that actual Bitcoin, which is, you know, much different than cash, just kind of trading hands and debits and credits on accounts. Um, I'm really hoping for a lot more price discovery. And as you said, you know, less slippage and hopefully we'll see a, over time, a big increase in liquidity and I think when I think about the liquidity growing um, I I wonder what that means for altcoins because I think um, As Bitcoin starts to you know, the dominance is going up even though that's a it's a really stupid metric um, It does show a little bit of what retails kind of thinking and I mean if you look Exchanges are delisting altcoins constantly now. I mean, there's just no liquidity. Nobody's really trading them. Um, I actually just had a buddy reach out to me who got me into, you know, Bitcoin in 2017 and was asking me to help him with his ledger. And uh, so I have a feeling people are starting to think about it again, right? Uh, It's becoming top of mind. You know, he had mentioned that he was looking to dump the rest of his shit coins for Bitcoin um, I think we probably have a slightly different definition of shitcoin but you know, it, it was interesting that he made the comment and I think it was interesting that that was relatively out of nowhere so I think the combination of more liquidity going into Bitcoin from a retail standpoint and then more liquidity going into Bitcoin from an institutional standpoint will really just differentiate Bitcoin from everything else. I don't think we're going to be you know, you're not going to hear from somebody talking about shit coins like, oh, well, there's all the, a thousand different coins. Which one do you pick? Like, it, I mean, that's getting closer to the end here. You have legit exchanges who are looking to trade Bitcoin. Um, futures markets are growing. Uh, I think that's a that's a big deal. Yeah. And um, again, you know, obviously that the big thing was in
1: 2017 that was it CME. I think CME yes. was the first one to have this, um, was a cash out of features. And then next yep. was a CBOE like a week later. And that perfectly basically marked the top of Bitcoin. Um, which there's obviously conspiracy theories that they did that to bring the price down or whatever. But at the end of the day, Bitcoin was long overdue for a major correction then. Um, Definitely. And do you want me to go through this little uh, from Wolf of All Streets or Scott Melker? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to read through this. It's like, I think it's like six tweets. But basically, just goes over Bach and why it's a bullish. Um, The Bach news is arguably the most bullish event for institutional investors in the history of Bitcoin, physically delivered futures, and then in parentheses, require the holder to either produce actual Bitcoin or take delivery from the exchange, backed by the New York Stock Exchange. We are maturing. Futures contracts are either cash settled or physically delivered. Futures contracts that are physically delivered require the holder to either produce the Bitcoin or take the delivery from the exchange. Futures contracts that are cash settled are not deliverable and a simple debit or credit is issued when the contract expires. Previous Bitcoin futures offerings have been cash settled, aka CBOE and CME. Physically delivered futures require the actual purchase of BTC HUGE. I would love to know how much BTC backed has already accumulated. That's actually a very, I didn't read that earlier. Ugh, it's probably a stupid amount. I mean, you think about it's a it. good question. I mean, it's a really good question. Yeah. Uh, and I'll finish this. Many of us said that the bull, this bull run was different because it happened without retail interest or FOMO. The price rose steadily from 3,200 to 14 K without media hype. Our hypothesis was that it was a result of institutional investment. I think that hypothesis was correct. Interesting observation from the comments of my tweets. Many people seem focused on what news will do to price today as if BTC is magically going to pump to 100 k Good to be perspective on where many of our heads are at and it's not, in the, it's not the future. This is long-term bullish. Um, that's a good point, yeah. Um, definitely this run was interesting because the fact that like it, it didn't matter when Bitcoin dumped, it was bought. Um, like when we saw when Bitcoin dumped 20% a day, it already rebounded and kept going. Um, so it's just some food for thought. I and mean, it, it does make sense because... Like when we were at 14K in December of 2017, it was everyone wanted to be in crypto. Everyone was talking about it. And like, I'm, I don't know that many people, but there were a lot of people talking to me about it, and hit me up about it. And I don't have that many followers on social media. And I'm not like a well-known person by any means. And it, it is definitely different. Like, sure. I had some people start talking to me about Bitcoin more, um, you know, after, especially after April when it started to move, but more so in May, And obviously into June, but still nowhere near the amount of people that I got in December of 2017, November, even the fall of 2017. I mean, it's nowhere near. And then the winter of 2018, the uh, retail interest isn't there and it probably won't be there until we get to new highs, uh, which, you know, give or take could we could blow through it, whatever. But it's it's one of those things that people won't care until we hit 20K again. It's sad, but that's the reality.
0: No, I think you really nailed it. Um, and it was a good point about all these dips being bought up pretty quickly on this first, you know, push from the lows up into you know that thirteen and a half k range in the last few months. Um, the dips were bought up super quickly. Uh, even just the other night, it it dropped to ninety six hundred and and shot right back up to ten k. I mean instantly you know it was it was really quick um and nobody cares like i i still am not hearing from that many people uh you know i think there's a few people who have you know maybe dumped their bags you can see that with some of the the alt bitcoin ratio uh the last couple of months people are people are capitulating but i still think you you totally nailed it that until we're back above 20k range maybe even higher than that i'm assuming it won't just break completely through i'm sure it'll do it a little dance yeah you know try to touch 20k maybe get to 18 pull back you know who knows it's hard to predict but um it's the the retail fomo really doesn't start until after that you know you need the headline to be on cnbc bitcoin not dead again, you know, the bubble that just keeps inflating. Um, and, and then we'll start to see it. But uh, when I think back to 2017 and I guess it was late spring getting into the summer where it kind of started, it still took four months before it was like, there was that crazy retail FOMO, you know, where people at, everyone at work is talking about it or it's on, you know, it, it And I wasn't even aware that Bitcoin was making new highs. You know what I mean? Like it didn't really cross my mind. But now this time, uh, you know, obviously I'm going to know. So when you're back above that old, like when you're back above that new high, nobody else really cares that it's making new all-time highs right now. They just know that it's pumping and they're excited and they want to get in. And it could take months from after that before the real retail sensation gets in. So you know, institutional investors have enough time to kind of, you know, pack their bags if they want to. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what the volumes look like on, on backed, you know, give it, give it some time to, to get started, but it'll be really interesting to see how much volume they're getting. And then will, will the average retail person like talk about that to someone else as like a thing that they know. I don't know. Yeah. Like I remember,
1: I wasn't publicly vocal about crypto probably till like I want to say July of 2017. Like I had talked to started talking to friends about it before that, but I wasn't public as publicly vocal of, um, until like July of 2017. And even then, like I had when I was back at school, then I had friends kind of giving me shit in like like late August, over early September. But like after that, like it you know obviously people started to get interested when you know Bitcoin started to march again, especially come October. That's when people were like oh wait.
0: Right. Yeah, right. Once you're and you know when the FOMO's really kicking in, you can you can just feel it in the air and it's definitely not there yet. But um some of the people who, you know, let's be honest. People who got in, in 2017 who bought a ton of vaults and never sold have not logged back into Binance or any of the other exchanges in a year or longer. Like that's the reality. That's the truth. And I think they are starting to realize like, you know, Binance is moving to a new exchange for US residents. So people are going to start logging in within the next couple of weeks and figure their shit out. They're either gonna move their coins off the exchange into a wallet, they're either gonna market sell into yeah, guys that's coming up in September. You know, like that's coming up. You know, K- the-
1: and what is it again? It's the with KYC, but it's it's more strict. It's like that Americans can't touch like altcoins, basically.
0: Yeah. It's like a very limited amount of alts. So, I mean, you have a lot of illiquid shit coins out there that, you know, people are holding Ah, and they're going to have like, they they have to (laughs) unload or they're, or they just let it go to zero. And uh, I don't, it's like a coin flip, right? It's like 50, 50 shot. If you're, if you got destroyed on alts and do you even waste your time, like logging into Binance, you probably can't even remember your fucking password or you lost your 2FA on a different phone from two years ago and uh, (laughs) you can't get on the exchange to do whatever it is you got to do. I mean, everybody's got a plan, but it's high stress, high anxiety. People do not want to think about their bags and how bad they might look. And, uh, you're going to see that start to clear out within the next couple of weeks. So anybody who's making moves is making moves soon. And, um, it's going to be interesting. I have a feeling the DMS will, will start coming up. But the real question is, are those same people who got in in 2017 thinking about dipping their toe back in the water in 2019? Are they going to start sending cash to the exchange or, you know, stacking sats or whatever? You know, I, I, I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. I'm not going to say Ripple bottom tier, but that's a
1: fucking big ass doji on the daily. Like, and, and it could be obviously from manipulation, obviously, because XRP or Ripple, you know, but um, if that doesn't hold, this fucking thing's fucked. Like, we're, it's going to go to probably pennies or like, that's the next support. So, we'll see. That's going to be very interesting to watch that soon. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, when you look at the, oh, you're looking at the USD chart. Yeah, yeah when, the USD chart. The actual, yeah. the
1: B, I just had the BTC one up earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it doesn't look so pretty. No, nah, I think the one on like Bitrix or, yeah, I mean, that's it kind of is what it's it not, is. It's not good. No, that's not, not, not. not
1: great. Not bad. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, like it's it's good if it bounces. It's got it's gonna have to get cut in half basically before it bounces or lose forty percent. Like that's the next support level.
0: Right. So you and I think that's a good point that a lot of a lot of people have been trying to make. There's still a lot of room left to go uh, lower a here. A
1: lot of these all yeah. In terms of the Bitcoin chart. Um, right. A lot in terms of them had a long way to like not a long way but still like 30 40 percent that's if you put a, you know ten thousand dollars into an altcoin that's three thousand four thousand dollars just oof, gone
0: yeah i was talking to one of my one of my friends who has like a thousand dollar iota bag from <laughs> i don't know a couple months ago and now it's worth maybe 800 bucks or something and i was like well what are you gonna do with that he's like well maybe i'll just you know i'll just leave it and if it goes worthless it goes worthless and i'm like all you need to do is look at the Relative to the BTC chart, and you'd clearly just get rid of it for Bitcoin, um or like, w- why would you ride it to zero? But you know, I mean, TBT kinda, to when uh, IOTA fucking had that Microsoft partnership. Yeah, do you remember uh, that? You, yeah, <laughs> no, I do, I do. I was probably <laughs> was like loving it at the time. I'm sure I like loved it at the time. I thought it was great. I think and, I,
1: uh, your your uh, your meme page is going pretty crazy with that. Pretty sure. Oh so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that was big news, and then you know that that's when you start to realize like the the partnerships are completely irrelevant. Bullshit. Whether 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 they're true or not, um, you you hear a lot of the XRP folks like, oh, you know my partnership with the bank and blah blah blah. None of it matters. You know if you think buying MoneyGram basically was a good business decision, like I can't help you. That is <laughs> MoneyGram is. Uh, it's just not gonna be. I, I I don't see MoneyGram kind of sticking around. If that makes any sense. Uh, if we're doing cross-border remittances, they sure as shit aren't gonna be paying ten percent to do that when there are other tools that can get that done for way cheaper. Uh, so there's just there's just so much room left in the tank to go down from a lot of these bag holders, and I think. It's something to keep in mind, especially as Binance is about to shut its doors to US customers and force them onto a new exchange with limited offerings Um, There's still a lot to happen here and when you look at any altcoin BTC chart When Bitcoin really started pumping in the summer, you can see it's just alts got crushed Yeah, and if bitcoins about to start taking off here in the next few months Where do you think alts are gonna go? Right, and so you know, it, it's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely keep in mind if you're gonna dabble in altcoins, don't forget the BTC chart. That's important. Good point. Right, that's your opportunity cost, and don't, don't, don't measure in USD. Seriously, save your soul. Well, you think that's a good way to wrap it up? The little altcoin yeah. learning, and
1: just nice little, nice little podcast. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you heed our warnings about privacy, about the future of backed and altcoins. Be smart. Do go into crypto. I always, we mentioned this before numerous times. None of this is investment advice. None. <laughs> but
0: yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Stack sats. Uh, and be very patient. <laughs> Peace.